0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, we couldn't let this week go by, uh, but the editors of the programme said, We'll have to educate you about emojis, the texting mistakes you make. It's just you're illiterate when it comes to this. So we have in studio Keith Broney, um, editor in chief of a worldwide organisation, but it's actually based in Drumcondra in North Dublin, chief of. Emojipedia.org. Uh, welcome to the Pat Kenny Show. Keith, first of all,
1: tell me what is emo- Emojipedia.org? So Emojipedia.org is the world's number one emoji resource. We have information on all of the various emojis you will find across your phone and iPad's uh, emoji keyboard. We have a massive design archive of all the different emojis that existed back to 1997 from the earliest sets in Japan. Right, and, and and how long are you in existence? Emojipedia has actually been in existence for almost ten years. On the thirteenth of this month, will actually be uh, it'll be our tenth birthday.
0: Right, and and um, therefore, we're n- we're not only going to talk about emojis, we're going to talk about typos. Why is it so many people, myself included, before you send something, you think it's okay, you know, you read it over, but actually, then when you see it sent. You see that you did a typo on it. You did a spelling error on it. Like I, I did one myself there. Only yesterday I said something about AirGrid and it came out EuroGrid. Uh, now, sometimes it's autocorrect, but mm. it's sometimes my fat fingers. You know, the O and the I are right beside each other and I hit the wrong one. Um, tell us, is there, is there something, is there a deeper issue of why we make so many uh, mistakes?
1: There is actually a a body of research looking into why um, we do make as many typos as we do. There's an entire um, subsection of psychology that talks about the psychology of typos. But in many respects, it is operational issues like the ones you've just described there, Ivan. So, you know, phones, keyboards have a very diminutive size compared to the keyboards we would be used to previously, like on our various computers. And of course... Those were laid out, the classic QWERTY keyboard was laid out with a certain size in mind. And the QWERTY keyboards obviously emulated on our phones, and therefore we can be a little bit uh, quick fire and we may see what we thought we have typed as opposed to what we actually typed. And as you said, of course, autocorrect can uh, play a big role there as well, where you see it, but you're seeing what you intended to say. And it's not until the message is crystallized beyond our, our capacity to edit. That it's yeah because I was reading
0: off. about the psychology of typos that we're so wrapped up in trying to get the meaning of what we're trying to
1: get across that we mix, we we miss the minutiae. yes in trying to come you know craft the perfect sentence we can often miss the forest for the trees as it were and the one or two words there can certainly slipped through the cracks. And you see this in all sorts of domains. You know, you see it in, in digital texting where, you know, amongst friends and peers, it's maybe a little bit embarrassing or maybe mildly frustrating, but you're able to quickly clarify and again, a casual conversation. But it can be a very, very embarrassing or costly mistake for businesses. Um, you see, you know, mistakes in, in newspapers all the time. In fact, I recall back when I was editor of a college newspaper, Uh, that we had a pretty silly typo on the front page at one point, which was less than ideal. And this was missed by me and all of the team of uh, copy editors that we had. So it it happens. OK, and and, and so
0: therefore our brains um, uh, don't pick it up necessarily the first time. And it's only when we see it in a different format or whatever. What's actually happening there?
1: So I think it's a case of when it's gone beyond the point of review and no longer are we in a a heightened state of, you know, edit focus, that once it's done with... with It's like you're reading a new piece of text. Exactly. It's gone from one state to another. And then almost like the snow blindness of the editing process is uh, just removed from us kind of cruelly, right, as it's been you know, released into the ether, as it were, for example, like a tweet, which up until recently couldn't be edited or, you know, again, a a publication that's gone off to print. Okay, let's let's take a deep dive into emojis. How many emojis are there? There are currently over 3600 emojis that come by default in our emoji keyboards. The, emo- the term emoji could be used very casually to describe any kind of colourful little character on our phones. But specifically an emoji, those are the ones that we're able to place in line with text. So they can actually go alongside typos as well. OK. and And... Uh,
0: I mean, are are they a net benefit or are they are, like, I suppose the theory is a picture paints a thousand words. So, I mean, I often find when I'm texting with someone, if I want to end the conversation, mm. do you know what I mean? I just send an emoji. That means that's Ivan Decode. This conversation is done. I just don't need you to reply anymore or I'm not going to reply to your next one. Like I just do a thumbs up or I do do whatever. Like it is actually trying to say this is a full stop. I'm trying to communicate here.
1: Sure, absolutely. So emojis, and there's a huge body of research that's looked into this from a linguistic perspective and a psychological perspective. They are a net benefit to our our texting culture. And um, when we are typing messages on you know various messaging platforms or social media platforms, we're trying to emulate speech. But of course, when we're speaking, we have um, there are different vocal inflections, and even when we're speaking face to face, we have our facial expressions, our hand gestures, our body posture. All of this conveys very very important semantic information that allows us to properly interpret the actual words that are being said and of course texting lacks that and although emojis are not a one-to-one comparison no one is literally crying laughing when they send the crying laughing face they allow us to give that additional semantic information in text form but there are some nuances there's pitfalls that we need to avoid and Things have been kind of changing over the last, say, 10 or so years as they've become more and more popular in our, uh, in, our uh, in our texting. And the thumbs up is a great example of this. This is a very controversial emoji at the moment, especially when it comes to kind of intergenerational um understanding, the thumbs up in emoji form can very often be uh, interpreted as being quite passive aggressive by younger generations. And this is because it's viewed as being a kind of very quick fire, non-substantial response. And although it's a very, very positive gesture in the Western world, normally speaking, when it is just sent perhaps in response to a long text where someone required in their own mind a more substantive response, it's seen as pretty much like, okay. Got that? I don't want to respond or go away. I'm busy. As opposed to great, I understand.
0: Right. So, uh, 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 so, but like, it really means I agree, or that's grand, isn't well, that what it means?
1: You know, the phrase like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Meaning can often be. Don't in- tell me the snowflakes are taking exception <laughs> to this now. I mean, for <laughs> heaven's sake, they're there using the various snowflake emojis, Ivan, okay. to kind of convey their distaste towards the thumbs up. Yes, I'm okay. sure.
0: Okay. So let, let's the. The one I'm most confused about. So the the fingers crossed means best of luck and hoping for the best. Is that
1: indisputable? At, I would say not indisputable, but certainly that is the majority interpretation. Absolutely. Whereas good luck. Oh well, you see, in the majority sense, for sure, that's what it means. But I'm not going to claim here that there's not a small demographic subculture somewhere that's using it a different way. You see this across different pop culture fandoms. For example, the purple heart emoji is incredibly popular uh, amongst the BTS stands, so that uh, K-pop band, and to them it has a very different meaning than what we may interpret it as. What does the purple heart mean? It is just assignment to your subscription to the quote unquote
0: BTS army. Because now when people send me a kind of yellow one and a purple one, it means up Wexford.
1: And this is actually an incredibly popular thing to do. In fact, at the beginning of the conflict in Ukraine, people were combining the uh, blue and yellow hearts alongside um, the uh, Ukrainian flag emoji and actually the sunflower, the flower of Ukraine, all in solidarity. And you see that all the time as well with sports teams, as you just uh, described there. Okay. now the one where the two
0: hands are together in a prayerful embrace. You know, with the fingers pointing
1: up, what does that mean? Well, one thing I can say it almost certainly does not mean in almost all contexts is it's not a high five. This is a really, really popular misconception. You can interpret it that if you wish but in the majority of instances that people are using it it is a folded hands gesture which of course in the western world is kind of expressing i uh, have thoughts and prayers or uh, from a japanese culture it's actually a gesture that means kind of thank you or you're requesting forgiveness it usually it gets I, used I in usually that context put thanks as well.
0: and then i put that emoji with the two hands pressed together uh, as as a thanks or if i've had you know, a big monster bet on something, it's a prayerful thing <laughs> yeah, that I do that Djokovic wins.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's also, of course, the gesture namaste. It That gesture can be used in all the various ways that we use it in the physical world.
0: Okay, you want to congratulate someone, and you know there's this one with the little pointy, uh, the pointy hash one. Oh, the
1: partying face
0: emoji. The partying
1: face. Is that appropriate for congratulations? Absolutely. In fact, I would call that my favorite emoji because of its unambiguous celebratory uh, interpretation. Okay,
0: now the confusion between crying. And uh, L-O-L is is
1: is, is, uh, is what? L-O-L means... In the majority of cases, it means laugh out loud. Uh, instead of lots of love. Yes, that has been, that was a debate for very, very, very many
0: years. But and it's been concluded in favour of laugh out loud. Yeah, absolutely, yes. OK, so if you want to do laugh out loud, where do you have the moisture coming from your eyes? <laughs> is it dripping at the side? Is it coming out of your mouth? Is it gushing down? <laughs> I mean, there's so many options for liquids coming from your your eyes and mouth. I'm completely confused.
1: Sure, and you're 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 correct. There are very very many different emoji options with all sorts of liquids coming out of all sorts of orifices. In fact, there's a one that gets popularly misinterpreted, which is a sleepy face, where there's actually a little bubble coming out of the nose, as opposed to coming out of the eye. And this is an issue with emojis' diminutive size. Many people misinterpret that as crying, when there's an alternative for crying. So, which is the right one for crying? For crying, there is two different. It's the options. kind
0: of gusher straight down. Is you have
1: to be careful about the gushers. Though. <gasps> No, <laughs> because the, this is called the loudly crying face, and because it's so incredibly melodramatic, those two waterfall esque um, streams of tears, people have actually started to use this for laughter oh. because they're so overwhelmed. So, which is correct. So you know the one with the head sort of sideways. Uh, that means
0: you're just hilarious, and the tears. So yeah. rolling on the floor, yeah, 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 or yeah, laughing. That, that is yeah. that is just
1: laugh out loud, isn't it? Basically, that's got it's more or o f l. So rolling on the floor, laughing. It's okay. you know a, an exaggerated form. of of LOL. Okay. Uh, If you wanted to do LOL, in the majority of instances, you would do the classic uh, face with tears of joy, the crying laughing face. It was actually the Oxford Dictionary Word of the Year back in 2015. But even this emoji, there's a little bit of an asterisk here when it comes to intergenerational use because it's been so ubiquitous for so long that younger generations have decided that it is quite passé and they're seeking alternative means of expressing laughter and emoji. So one example is the loudly crying face because mm-hmm. it's so melodramatic. Uh, but more popular than that is the skull emoji. The skull what emoji. That, I thought
0: that meant death.
1: It does not in the majority of cases anymore, especially amongst younger this generations. It's is the
0: blue top of the skull and the kind of... Uh, <laughs> hollowed cheekbones.
1: No, this is the one where it's literally just the skull. I think you're describing the face screaming in fear. That's that face screaming in fear there. That's like the um, the oh, Munch right. painting. And oh, uh, what's the that scream. mean? That is shock, horror, you're aghast.
0: Oh, I thought but it was death.
1: The literal skull. <laughs> the
0: literal <laughs> I mean, skull I'm emoji. I'm I asked any of these <laughs> questions because I realized all the faux pas. OK, love, right? So I'm in a WhatsApp group with my, my four kids and uh, we have three grandchildren. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them put up Are three grandchildren, photographs of them. So I vary between the hearts and the two eyes, Mm -hmm. uh, the full heart one, the blowing the kiss one, or the ones where there's three hearts dotted around your face, which is the most appropriate.
1: I think depending on the context, they're all absolutely fine. Usually people use the one—the face with the two hearts for its eyes to respond to something visual. Uh, people would use the emoji with the three hearts surrounding it to convey an inner state of contentedness. So there is subtle differences, but you're not going to veer into any major emoji faux pas when you want to express love with an emoji with a clear red heart. Okay. One thing I would say about the red heart is it's not always explicitly romantic love. The red heart... Um, just on its own. You know, when it's doing the pounding bit. Uh, The the beating heart, bit, yeah, where it's animated on certain platforms. That means you're really keen. Well, you have to be careful of that because that's platform specific and you may not have tended... What is the most flirtatious text you can send? The flirtatious... If you're
0: you're (laughs) completely turned on, what
1: would you suggest? Well, uh, without getting into any very explicit visual metaphors, certainly if you have the smiling devil face emoji... (laughs) <laughs> the smiling devil face emoji also, uh, can be uh, very, very flirtatious and perhaps lead to I actually don't other know visual <laughs> metaphors, shall we say. Right. If you're angry, what's the most appropriate one? So generally speaking, people use emojis in positive emotional context. So if you want to really convey how... Serious, like there's the, the, the kind of orangey one with the
0: or a sunshine face in a frown. You've got the one with the smoke coming out of your
1: nose. Uh, those are ones I use when I'm furious. Sure. And again, those are used to convey anger. But if you are using them, I would think that in the majority of cases, people are using them very playfully. Because again, emojis are used to create a kind of playful tone in messaging, add usually positive semantic information. If you want to convey playful anger, play the, uh, use the angry emojis. If you wanna be very, very serious, no emoji, full stop.
0: Okay. So, Keith, if I want other than listen to tune into the Pat Kenny Show and find out this, where can I go to get all this information All online?
1: of this information is on Emojipedia.org. It's the world's number one emoji resource. We have a majority of definitions for every single emoji we've discussed here that we keep updating based on various different uh, digital linguistic techniques. All right. Uh, a fascinating insight into
0: an older generation that maybe doesn't understand the dual double meaning of some of these things. Uh, uh, thank you indeed. Keith Brony, editor in chief of Emojipedia.org. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.